0: Welcome to another edition of the Casual Hour, a podcast ostensibly about video games, but mostly about friendship. I am your host, Bobby Pease. Joining me are my two best friends, Mr. Chase Kineke and Johnny Amazich. How are you guys? Not too bad.
1: I'm alright. My nose is not bleeding at the moment, so... It's I'm early all right. in the
0: episode, Johnny. Keep talking and we can change that. My nose is also not bleeding,
2: in case anybody yeah. cares.
1: I, I had to go to the doctor today, guys, because I have just had a glut of nosebleeds over the last couple weeks. And at no other point in my life have I had two people in quick succession ask me if I've been doing cocaine. Johnny, um, have that you was, been
0: doing cocaine?
1: Uh, no. I have been snorting uh, Adderall, though. I don't know if that has the same effect.
0: Mm. Um, isn't that the pill that Jesse from Saved by the Bell was on? Pro-
2: probably. Sure.
0: <laughs> you didn't watch that episode? No. Okay.
2: I was too busy watching that episode of The Wonder Years when he was cheating on a math test and had to use how about those Mets as the code phrase. How about those Mets? How about
0: those Mets? Uh, so yeah, we've done we've done some stupid shit. Uh, outside of Johnny's nosebleeds I have mm-hmm. uh, continued to be uh, A pokey monster And Johnny has continued to be A trash human And Chase, the best of us No the, the, quotes. Un- Untrue Untrue. Uh, we got together over the weekend And uh, chatted up At a local brewery here Four Hands in St. Louis And that was a lot of, a lot of fun mm-hmm. You were floating with friends this weekend
2: yeah, I went on a, my first uh, like designated float trip. I've, I've been on a kayak before and done, I've done lots of water things before, but I haven't gone on a specific float trip down a river. And uh, it was a good time. I, How drunk did which, you get? Uh, honestly, I didn't get that drunk uh, as much as I tried. Um, it, it just was a nice, pleasant, pleasant time on the river. Um, I dunked once. Um, out of hubris, uh, I was trying to turn a little too quickly and just lost my balance and, and went in. And then, uh, I ended up like feeling really bad, uh, for other people who fell in. So I went and got their paddles and brought them back to them and, and just tried to be nice the rest of the time because I knew the shame of falling in. <laughs> hey, how, how do you think a float trip with the three of us would go? Um, Depends. Would we be in like a three person canoe or would we have individual modes nope, of transportation? It would be one of those inflatable bananas. Oh, okay. Like yeah, that would that would not go well, I would imagine. The banana boys downriver. I inflatable would inflatable banana? You've not seen these, Johnny? Yeah, like a big a big inflatable Tube raft thing that you, yeah, you, you mean all a raft, straddle. Is that what you mean? No, no I don't know. No, like it, not a raft. Like it would be something that we all straddle. As yeah, the three
0: down. of us would look like a human centipede on the top of a banana.
2: Well, I wouldn't say that. We're
0: but, all going asses as to nose on a on an inflatable banana.
1: That sounds like my worst nightmare.
0: Well, you could be the caboose, cool. or the engine.
1: Let's talk about something else. hey
0: we are uh, a weekly podcast that talks about video games and inflatable bananas usually Uh, once a month we have the privilege of telling you about the games that we're looking forward to the most for the upcoming month and this is one of those episodes we are going to be telling you about all kinds of fun things coming out in september and maybe even a little bit beyond this episode as there was a nintendo nindies showcase today
2: Who the fuck cares about games that came out or that are coming out in one month or coming out this year or coming out early next year? We have a game that came out today that is the only game that matters and will be the only game that matters for the rest of the year and potentially for the rest of all time. Look, I really like Donut County. It's great. (laughs) Did Donut County, County come it out is. today? It's, it's oh, awesome. Shit. It did. It's okay, really fucking good, by the uh, way. I need to find some time to play Donut County, too. No, I am talking about Into the Breach. We're just going to jump right into this Nindy's information here. Do it. Um, since I was, uh, I think, the only one to watch it live of the three of us. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, leading leading with the showstopper here, this is actually the the last thing they did. But they, uh, they showed off Into the Breach, coming to Switch today i was was right bobby was right and i i have no problem i i yeah i feel a little bad uh not being able to call this like bobby could but who the fuck cares uh the game i think is maybe my favorite game of the year and maybe even more than that uh it's out on the switch i you know what probably It's it's feeling like that right now. Have you played it on the Switch yet? I have not. I just got it downloaded. I'm excited. I'm I'm actually super excited to just jump back in and re unlock all the stuff that I've unlocked. I I felt like I unlocked a decent amount of stuff on the on the Mac version, but I'm I'm ready to just re roll and get right back in there and I'm so pumped. Like that game that game is so good this game
1: today for the Switch
2: they could
0: have and it's so fucking interesting cuz when we were talking I, I i don't think i said it was going to be on the switch if i was really going to hold myself accountable here i th- i said it would be ios because yeah on the faq for the app uh, for the, the website of the developer they're saying like we have no plans of bringing this to the switch
2: so right and they'd never made a switch game before yeah, they'd totally. never made a, they'd never made a console game before they right. they'd, they'd put games on on pcs macs linux and, and iOS and yeah. maybe Android I don't know if FTL ever got an Android version I don't think but, it did um, but like they, they had their systems and Switch sounded perfect for the, this kind of a game and now we're getting it and now we've got it and, do you know
0: if it's going to be touch? Uh,
2: I don't know I, I would like to try that out Yeah, I, I'm very interested in seeing cool. what any of the controls feel like uh, being a turn based game I don't think it's going to matter all that much you're you're not having to do Twitch-based stuff, but uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm so excited! Chase, I'm so we, goddamn excited.
0: We've talked a little bit about the Switch this year, and I I, I don't even want to call it a lull by any means, but mm-hmm. there's been some statements from Nintendo, like email sent out saying like, "Hey, there's still good games coming out for the Switch, even though there hasn't been these big Mario and Zelda games that have come out this year." Right. For you though, you know, I know Fire Emblem got pushed back into 2019. There's a big disappointment there. This mm-hmm. could be a redemption for the Switch for you this year, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, well, I think Nintendo has been doing a pretty solid job bringing smaller games to the platform. Yeah. There have been a lot of indie games. There have been a lot of ports. We're going to go through uh, some more of these Nindies. Some are, some are new-ish. Some are ports. Uh, but most of them are really exciting. And it's made... It is fulfilling the promise of the Switch... It's fulfilling that idea of this is Vita Plus. This is the Vita if the Vita was done correctly. Yeah, for sure. And they are just getting all the games that you would want to play. And, oh, it's so good. I have to wonder what the dev kit type back-end stuff looks like for
0: Nintendo. Because I remember uh, when this generation of consoles came out, uh, Sony was all about, like, hey, we're making it super easy to upload your own content directly to our platform You don't have to go through a middleman any longer i think microsoft kind of shit the bed a little bit with a few other things when they first launched xbox one on making that difficult and then nintendo who quite frankly has always shit the bed when it comes to third-party support especially independent third-party support has really been leading leading out quite a bit in the last two years in my opinion
2: uh yeah um it's tough so sony definitely was the king for a long time and i think they had a nice dedicated team that were were really going out there and searching out indies like not just being open to hearing pitches but to go out and say you're making a cool game we would like it on our platform we're gonna help you make that and that's what happened a lot and i think sony may got a lot of goodwill for that and and that is something that a lot of people still feel that Sony has. And, and they're, yeah. they're still doing good work in, in that sense. Uh, Microsoft was definitely lagging behind in that situation. And I think they've gotten better about it. They've done their ID at Xbox stuff and have been cultivating new games and, and getting developers. This last year at E3, they bought a bunch of developers and yeah. and are really trying to commit to more of a first party role in that or at least a first party publishing role in a lot of that stuff and there have been some pretty solid indie games that have come to Xbox only or Xbox first sure. and and I think they have been starting to do a good job but their, for me personally I think their house style the, of the kind of games that they pick out isn't nearly as cool as the stuff that Sony's doing. Sure. Sony's and always then, been yeah, a bit more out there. you you're right about Nintendo. Nintendo's kind of been in this weird zone that yeah, they've had some issues with bigger third-party publishers in the past. And and I think the Wii and Wii U kind of were the were very weird for third-party publishers where they knew that the Wii were we was selling so much that they put out all that shovelware, shovelware stuff. Yeah. Totally. Like Ubisoft um, is yeah, Ubisoft put out a lot of crap. They also put out a lot of decent stuff with like, the Just Dance stuff and the, the Rabbids stuff that, that some people seem to really like. But yeah, indies seem to be a real problem for Nintendo. And they kind of did their own thing and they found some stuff. Like, that, that's where Image and Form comes in. Those guys who, who are doing SteamWorld, their games came out to, to DSi. Their first, their first console game was a DSiWare SteamWorld Tower Defense game. And yeah. then Steam World, uh, Dig came out on 3DS originally. Nice. And and that's where they've kind of come up. And and so there have been indies on on Nintendo, and I think Nintendo is slowly and surely doing a better job. And now that they have this really exciting system in the Switch, that is uh, commercially loved, uh, critically loved, it it's doing just gangbusters everywhere now they they are really solidifying that they are this great place for indie games and and they're leaning into it with this Nindy stuff. There've been a few Nindies presentations this year and and this yeah. latest one this latest one had some good stuff in it. So if you don't mind, I'm gonna run down a few more of these things. Please do. Uh do. No, nothing else Quite as exciting, yeah. For me I think as into
0: that we'll, breach. We'll just touch base a little bit on what some of these titles are. Maybe dive a little bit deeper on some, but for the most part, we're going to run through it, right?
2: Yeah, totally. So the first one they showed was Hyper Light Drifter, uh, the special edition. I don't know exactly what the special edition includes. Maybe it has some extra uh, stuff in it. Uh, it'd be really cool if it adds some like Zelda stuff, since it's such a Zelda-like game. Uh, a new
0: outfit for sure. Okay. Okay.
2: And uh, um, a weapon, two weapons. It looks like. Okay, nice. Um, I I liked Hyperlight Drifter. I played it on my PS4. I didn't get super far into it, but I it's it's hard and it's fun and it's really beautiful and interesting, and uh, and I'll look forward to playing the Switch version of that. Uh, then they showed there's a, a Towerfall and its expansions are coming to Switch, and it's also getting um, Celeste's Madeline and Badeline as yeah. playable characters. Awesome. Uh, so if you're a Celeste fan or a Towerfall fan, that, this seems like the Switch is the perfect kind of platform for this with the, the co-op nature of this game. And, uh, yeah, I, I've heard good things about Towerfall. I've, I've never actually played it myself, but people seem to, to like that a lot. I'm going uh, to an
1: Ouya. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, exactly. This is, okay, so the last reason to buy an Ouya is now gone. Like, there's, there's no reason to buy an Ouya anymore. Tower falls on Switch. <laughs> um, uh, they announced a, a game called Treasure Stack. Uh, I don't know if this has been out on other stuff. Uh, maybe, it, maybe it has. It, it looks like it says it has cross-platform play with, with PC and Xbox One. But uh, Treasure Stack looks kind of interesting. It's a falling block puzzle game, like a Tetris kind of thing. And there's just, like, these treasure chests that are coming down. And you use a hook shot, You actually have a little dude who's platforming on the bottom, like, where all the blocks are falling. And he's jumping around and using this hookshot to pull the blocks and put them in different places. It, it seems kind of action-packed and, and interesting. It's got a pixel-based art style. Uh, it's coming out winter of 2018. And uh, I, I don't know. I could see myself getting interested in this. It, it's hard for any puzzle game at this point for me because they already have the two best ones in Puyo Puyo and Tetris. And combining them into one game of Puyo Puyo Tetris, so any sure. other puzzle game in there needs to really do something interesting and cool. But this one, this one might do. Well, that. it also has cross platform play. Yeah, uh, so that that is that's a pretty neat feature as well. Uh, Nintendo and and Microsoft allowing that cross platform play. hmm. Um, they showed a game called Zarvat. Uh, Z-A-R-V-O-T that releases in October. Uh, It kind of reminds me a little bit of Thomas Was Alone, Mm -hmm. if you guys played that, in that, like, that game was, like, this 2D platformer about shapes that cared about each other. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And uh, this game is a 3D isometric thing about friendship among cubes, is what they're they're saying, which sounds kind of similar. And, uh, it... I don't I don't know. This one didn't look as interesting to me, but your blocks, the each of these blocks has little different powers that I could tell, and it looks like it's kind of like an arena-based, level-based thing. Um, but it it did seem like it had some some interesting uh like co-op stuff that could go in there. And then there's also the Nintendo Switch version. I guess this has come out to other systems before, other platforms before. There's a uh, Nintendo Switch exclusive called the Joyvot, that is a cube that you can control with a, a Joy-Con, a tilt controller Joy-Con, and he has some special powers as well. Cool. Um, maybe the game I was most excited about outside of Into the Breach was called Mineko's Night Market. We have not gotten an Animal Crossing game on on the Switch, and that makes us all sad, but this game is kind of the closest thing to it that I've seen so far. It's uh, it's saying it's got like a twenty-hour story, but the idea is that you are this little girl who is in this kind of Japanese town area, and you you just explore the world, you mine materials, you uh, like just talk to people around the town. It feels kind of Animal Crossing esque, and then you take stuff back and you actually build things to sell in your night market and then you set the prices and people come and they buy your stuff so uh Funny. but they like there are little mini games for actually making the materials so it's kind of like a little bit like that 3ds game fantasy life as well uh it, it seemed pretty cool it's got a nice art style to it and yeah, it looks it, really nice yeah like it and i really want an animal crossing game and i'll i'll play this until until an animal crossing game comes out that seemed pretty cool that's uh early 2019 uh also early 2019 is samurai gun 2. did you guys play samurai gun the original i did not so it's a it's a it's a couch competitive game and it's a uh, pixel based it's uh you are this everybody's a samurai they've got swords it's a 2D arena thing and you can slash and and kill people it's one hit kills but then you also have a gun hence the samurai gun and the gun has 3 bullets in it for each life you have so you have to use your bullets sparingly and you have to really use it strategically and and try to surprise opponents with it and it was a really fun kind of couch competitive game like a Nidhog, but uh this samurai gun 2 this being announced sounds like it has a big new adventure story mode to it that i believe is also co-op yeah it is co-op and uh it, it also still has that four player versus mode you still have the sword you still have the gun with three bullets uh it it's it seems like it hasn't really changed its art style at all, which is fine, because I think it had a really nice, clean art style before, and that game that game seems kind of rad. I'd like to see what a story mode in that kind of a game where you're so fragile. I'd like to know what that feels like, because that seems pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, November 2018, we're getting a game called Bullet Age. Uh, it's a co-op action sword and gun thing, not not really like samurai gun though even though they kind of sound a little similar it i can i don't i didn't really like the art style of this game that much uh it, it seems like you're upgrading your your weapons as you go around and you're shooting shooting at stuff it's 2d uh it, it seemed okay and and maybe i'll check it out in november uh depending on how much it costs but uh it it was fine okay <laughs> um Let's see. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of skip through some of these other ones because I just don't remember them all That's that well. Fair. I don't, like I don't like... remember much about The World Next Door. Um, Levelhead. Uh, Levelhead's interesting because it's being made by Butterscotch Shenanigans, which is a St. Oh, Louis-based yeah. developer. They made Crashlands. Uh, oh, and yeah. us being a St. Louis-based podcast, it's kind of cool to, to shout, shout out those guys. It's basically a poor man's Super Mario Maker. Uh, what they had there, the the trailer was at least entertaining and and tried to keep things actiony and and high paced. Um, it seems like I, I couldn't quite tell, but it seems like the level building is actually part of the game itself. Is that you are building levels while also completing levels, and it, hmm. it's not it's not so much hey, I built a level for you to play now. It is. It sounds like maybe the level building is part of the level. I don't know if it's like a debug mode where you're going in and you're editing levels as you play them, but that that might be something that goes in there. It, it seemed it seemed interesting, but I would take a Super Mario Maker every day of the week over over this. this looks game. like
1: it's a cool thing to play cool. while you're waiting for Mario Maker.
2: Ab- absolutely, absolutely. Like Nintendo has not been giving us yeah I'd probably just, just a
1: these local devs.
2: Yeah, totally. I mean, it, it's the same way... It's kind of the same thing I feel about Wargroove. Of, like, Wargroove is the advanced wars that Nintendo is not making. So I'm glad somebody else is making it so people can have that option. Sure. It, but it, it's probably not going to be as good as the thing Nintendo could make if they actually... Hey, maybe we can have them on the show to talk about it. Yeah, that'd be neat. Um... King of the Hat is like a, this King of King of the Hill action party game. It it kind of seems like a like a Smash Brothers a little bit. Uh, it comes out in early 20, 2019, and uh, there's there's lots of weird characters, and you're trying to knock the people's hats off, and it it seemed it seemed Finally, fine.
1: a hat based game makes its way to the Switch.
2: Yeah, yeah, we need more of those for sure. Um, I was also really excited about untitled goose game i I think that's actually going to end up being the the final title for that and that's fantastic but uh this is a game I don't think it's out on other systems but I've seen trailers for it before and you were it's it's kind of an adventure game maybe with some little action elements it, it's got some stealth into it too um, it's more like just a big sandbox you are you play as a goose and you just go around and you play around a little bit. It, uh, some people have kind of said it's like Goat Simulator, but I think it's a little more authentic than that. It, it's rooted a little bit more...
1: Eh. Goat Simulator. <laughs> Very true to reality. Oh, that I'm sure.
0: The most authentic goat experience you can get. <laughs> Move over uh, Grant's
2: th- farm. <laughs> Untitled Goose Game seems like it's really gonna be fun. Uh, there's there's a lot of just annoying people the whole time. You're you're stealing stuff from from citizens. You're causing chaos. You're you're just you're just being a fucking goose. You yell after That I sounds great. Uh, not that I saw, but you do very much resemble. Uh, Is Gilbert that.
1: Godfrey lending his voice to this? Not that I heard. Actually, no. He got fired. Never mind.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, then there were I mean they, they had some other things in here too The Messenger which is that kind of Ninja Gaiden looking 8-bit game it seems like it's got some interesting gameplay elements I think it's been out on some other systems but it is coming to uh, the Switch very soon August 30th so it'll be out probably by the time you're hearing this this, uh, this recording we're also getting Bastion September 13th that's cool I love Bastion Bastion's a really good game Absolutely. And, and we're also getting Supergiant's other game of Transistor. Uh, Transistor is November of 2018. Uh, Transistor, it took me a long time to play it because I was hoping it would come to Vita, and then it never did, so I just played it on PS4. But I, I ended up really liking Transistor, and I could totally see myself playing that game again yeah. on it's the Switch. I, I loved the mechanics of taking these upgrades and putting them in different slots and depending on which slot you put it in, it changed the upgrade in some yeah. way that was, that was really, really cool. I, I thought that was fun. Uh, we're getting wasteland two director's cut. That is a, uh, role-playing game. It kind of feels a little bit like, uh, like what fallout was originally the original fallout games. And I think it even has some of those teams, some of those people who were on those teams that were making those games, and they, uh, they started making these, this new series, Wasteland, when Bethesda had now had the, the Fallout license. And I've, I've heard people say good things about it. I, I don't know if I need to play it. Um, this game was originally released in 2015, but now it's coming out to the Switch September 13th. That's cool. We're also getting Undertale. We, we knew that we were getting Undertale. We just didn't know when. And, uh, or at least I didn't think we knew when. Now it's September 18th, 2018. Undertale's and I should play been, that, right? Probably, yeah. I, I mean, if you, if how much do you know about Undertale? Not a lot. Then you should play Undertale. The more you know about Undertale, the less you should play it. Okay. So
1: I, just, I have started just, Undertale three times on my yeah. computer, and I just have never found the motivation to stick to it because I, I, don't really play games on my, on my laptop, but. Mm-hmm. I think I'll probably pick this one up.
0: Oh, coming from the guy that forced me to buy a Steam game.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, it's come out to other platforms as well and been fine, and I, I think Switch is going to be a good home for it. Undertale's, Undertale's fun. There, there's some cool stuff in Undertale, and some people have tried to ruin Undertale by being dickbags and whatever. Um, there's a game called Light Fingers that's coming out September 20th of 2018. It's it's kind of like a board game-looking action thing. It, it's, it says it's turn-based, and I, I don't really... <laughs> it says it's turn-based, and I don't really know exactly what that means. Because uh, looking at the game, it doesn't look like it's turn-based, but... Um... It, it says it's like a multiplayer action game where you're, where you're trying to just get all the loot and, and keep it from your friends. It, it's got a, a neat style to it, for sure. A um, couple more things here. Super Brothers Sword and Sorcery EP is coming to Switch. That game is fucking rad. Um, I, I played that game on iOS when it first came out, and it was fantastic. Uh, I believe it's come to PC since then, but I don't think it's ever come to a console and no. uh, it's really cool that that game is coming to Switch. That game, I'll, I'll play that game again. That's, that's a good game. That's a really good game. Uh, Bobby, you'd like that game. I it's, love that it's, game. It's, it's, oh, you have played that game? I haven't beat it, but I've played a okay. lot of it. Uh, okay. It's amazing. It's, it's like a really dark Zelda game yep. in some ways. Like the, the themes are Zelda-esque. Yeah, it's very, very Yeah, good. I totally have. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, we're getting a Jackbox Party Pack Jackbox Party Pack 5 comes out October of 2018 uh, Sword and Sorcery is also 2018 um, Let's see, the, the game's in the Party Pack uh, You Don't Know Jack is Coming Back um, And a bunch of games I've never heard of I I, <laughs> I don't know any of these other games uh, uh, Split the Room, Madverse City Patently Stupid, Zeeple Dome I don't know what any of those are. I, I know that they aren't TKO, and they aren't, um, uh, shit. Any of the other ones that I remember. Quiplash? Drawful, whip, Quiplash, yeah. Like, they're... I didn't I hear played. any of those games. Ah, oh, man. We need to find some time to play some Jackbox Party Packs. Fuck yeah. But, uh, but yeah. It, it's nice that You Don't Know Jack is coming back to this. I think You Don't Know Jack was in the first one, it and was. then it hasn't been in one since. Correct. And you don't know Jack is a really fun party game.
1: I've always wanted to play it, but I just, you mm-hmm. know, I've never had friends to play it with. It's good. Well, the
0: game's out, yeah. but the friends aren't going to be there either, Johnny. That's
2: a good point. Uh, Desert play? Child, come. <laughs> no, I don't think your cats can play. Damn it. Uh, Desert Child comes out December of 2018. That it. It seems kind of cool. It's like a 2D, uh, 2D game. It's it's got some hover bike racing stuff. Uh, it says it's taking inspiration from Cowboy Bebop, Akira, and Redline. I don't know what Redline is, but those other two things are pretty cool. And it has some local multiplayer. I don't know if it's just racing or if there's some more stuff in there as well. But the the racing seemed kind of cool. It it reminded me a little of like the Battletoads hoverbike stuff, and that's not the best comparison because that stuff sucked and was super hard. Uh, but this game looks kind of rad, so I might I might be inclined to to get this. And then lastly, uh, Dragon Marked for Death. It's a 2D side-scrolling RPG. Um, it it kind of looked like the, the Wonder Boy games that have come out for for Switch and for other platforms. Kind of got that, that nice painterly, kind of flashy art style to it. And, uh, but it, it seemed kind of cool. I, I wanted to look a, a little bit more at that game. Um, but it, it seemed interesting. And that's it. They they ended with that one more thing of into the breach, and I lost my shit. And I sent you guys multiple text messages. I my phone? I believed in a higher power for for a little while before I realized that I I don't think I actually believe in a higher power. But at one point, praise praise be that we now have into the breach hey, on Switch. Oh, so good, so good. Uh, anyway, that's all I have for Nindies.
1: All well, the good stuff, man. There's a lot of good stuff. A A lot lot of good good stuff stuff coming
2: this year. A lot of good stuff still to come in 2019. Uh, Exciting times, good ports of really good games. It's just, it's so smart. I'm so happy with Nintendo right now. Uh, And this, we we still didn't mention Wargroove that's supposedly still coming out this year. And Mark of the Ninja is, is getting ported and coming this year. And there's just a lot to be excited about for the Switch. Even though we haven't gotten the big tentpole Nintendo releases that we want out of, out of this system, it's nice that there are all of the, this, this giant feast of smaller indie games that all seem yeah, super and solid I mean, and fun.
1: Dead Cells, last time I checked anyway, is the number one game in the eShop.
2: Yeah. So, Dead Cells is fucking great.
1: Yeah. So I think it makes me happy to see Nintendo in this place that they're at right now. Um Still, really wish that they would fix their virtual console shit or whatever they're gonna call it. Um, yeah, but I'll, I'll take what I can get, I guess. From- I, I
2: did. I did see somebody say uh, Nintendo is making a virtual console. It's just for everybody else's games of the last ten years. And, exactly. And, mm-hmm, and you not... know what? That's that's a good way of putting it. Good point. <laughs> yeah, that's a good
0: point for sure. Um. Well, Chase. There was a lot of great things that came out
2: today from Nintendo, but yesterday
1: yesterday was
2: a very important day. Is this the part where I take a break and you guys just talk for 40
1: minutes? So I think hey, we should first start were... this conversation by uh, reflecting on the accomplishment that was The Witcher 3. Um, yeah, <laughs> we've well, we got some notes uh, here
0: we can probably go after. So
1: yesterday, um, CD Projekt Red, who, if I'm being quite honest... I don't know if I was expecting to get this full gameplay demo that they put out. Um, right. Because we heard about it at E3. I think their hand was kind of forced. That, that I think after the reception that it received at E3, that probably escalated it. And you could tell by the way it was narrated that they were really trying to emphasize that this is a work in progress. Things will change. Because mm-hmm. the, they showed The Witcher off probably too early or didn't have those same disclaimers and it ended up kind of biting them in the ass because uh, video game players uh, can tend to be a little bit self-entitled or feel like they are owed something well, or they were lied a to
0: bit. not us and that's
1: probably not the case you know, uh, making video games is hard not that I would know just speaking in generalities here so as soon as I heard this was happening I got very excited uh, well they also I mean.
2: like there was also the leak that happened. Like somebody recorded audio of of it. Because yeah. they were they okay. said they were recording audio for the uh for just what the developers were saying to use in a story, and then they actually recorded the whole audio of the of the walkthrough and, and put it out there. And that's why I think CD Project eventually was just like, Okay, you know what, this is this is becoming a bigger thing than we meant it to be People are excited about our game, so let's just show it. But then, like you said, they've, they've also been bitten before with The Witcher 3. So make sure we throw a shit ton of disclaimers right. uh, about how this is certainly not final. It might not look like this. It might not play exactly like right. this. We're, and they we're had still... Text over
1: late on the screen. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Overlaid. So there's no mistaking. And they, they
0: did say, though, that the game is playable start to finish, right. which is great. I mean, like, doesn't say like to what degree. I mean, it might right. not look pretty, but... I think that this game is a bit further along than what we once thought. I mm, maybe. I what do you mean by that?
1: When do you so think this I, game I is think coming that out?
0: The way that we just got a very cinematic trailer and a lack of gameplay stuff shown at uh, E3, especially, but yet there's all these pretty, pretty robust takeaways that seem to be pretty polished. And then for them to come out and say the game's actually at this point in time, like there was even speculation that we wouldn't even see this game on this generation of console. Like this would be something that came out in the
2: next whatever. Well, I um, still don't think we're going to see it on this generation of consoles. Oh, I do.
1: And they, they have specifically come out and said that that is what they're developing for is the current Yeah, like it, it's generation. coming out.
0: It's coming out. It might be on both at some point in time. Uh, but it'll definitely be out on PS4, Xbox, and, one. I, and I think
1: PC would be the place where this, like, like The Witcher, you know, that's yeah. where that game really shined. It was on powerful gaming PCs. Um, so,
0: Johnny, they, they they gave us a 48 minute glimpse into the world of Night City.
1: Yeah, and uh, I guess I should preface this by saying that, like, this type of science fiction, like, they won me over. When the first trailer, like the first cinematic thing they showed off a few years ago,
2: why wow. is Night City? Why is there daytime in Night City? Why, why is not? there? Why is there hardship in? Paradise because it's City? called Night City. Chase, it should
0: never be day in Night City. You are just looking for a reason not to like this at this point in time.
2: No, I. There was a lot of stuff I liked in here, but there was a lot of stuff that was super dumb.
0: Oh, stop. What?
2: Name one thing that was dumb. The dialogue.
0: Oh, that dialogue was not dumb.
2: Almost all of the writing was bad. No.
1: I think, from what I've gathered from people who played the tabletop game, they're just being true to the source material as far as I, the slang. I heard the, word, I heard the word
2: pendejos so many times. Jack, Jackie sucks. <laughs> anyway continue just what else you got to talk about it yet you want to shit on it talk about the stuff you guys you guys go ahead it it seems it seems fine i it seems very ambitious i'm worried that they won't be able to pull this stuff off i'm worried that it's a completely different genre for them than the witcher uh, with a lot of different mechanics from the witcher and they've never made a game like this before and and I think it's going to be extremely difficult, and they've got very high expectations, and CD Projekt has has shown that they can live up to high expectations, but they've, they've really only made one game that everyone universally loves, except for me, in The Witcher 3. Previous Witcher games have a small following of people who are really dedicated, and other people think those games are hard or bad or unfun. <laughs>
1: Witcher Two, I think, that has more of a positive. Well, and I think Witcher Three rem-
0: was one of the first widely released console games for them, too. Correct.
1: Witcher Two came out on console.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: And it reviewed well, but I think it was kind of more of a sleeper hit. Um, but like, it just—it looks really cool. Um, made me lose my so, flow here, Chase. A, a, a quit
0: i will kind of get this back on track here. So, just a few uh high points from like some of the gameplay detail that they did show in the trailer um this is uh you controlling a character named v in the trailer they they're the gameplay footage they did let you see that the customization is very vast so you can play as a male or a female Um, you can do all kinds of customization to appearance to even some of the stats that you would come to expect from an rpg uh when this rolls out it looks like um appearance is something that will be able to change throughout the game it also looks like there is no traditional class that you you've maybe come to expect from an rpg game where this is what they're calling to be more fluid as you can phase in and out of different types of focuses throughout the game which i think does sound pretty neat did Um, you see
2: any of that actually in the gameplay i know they said your class is fluid but i didn't really see anything that made me feel like oh that's that's, like, one class, and this is now switching to Did another
0: class. Did you see class. the mantis claws or the mantis arms at all in this? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, they said you have about 15 minutes left of the gameplay, I think. Yeah, Near the end of it, they really they, start to show some of that. Some, some
1: higher-level abilities and things like that, just to show yeah. off some things that you'll get as you progress throughout the game.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, So it's going to be dealing with, obviously, a lot of uh, issues around uh, transhumanism uh, that will essentially be you going between husk, so to speak, in this game or transferring data between it. There's some really interesting uh, insight they showed with hacking into other players, but also retrieving data and just some of the social impacts that uh, you continue to see this Night City having on people. Uh, What else did we have here? You are going to have strength, constitution, intelligence, and reflexes that you'll be focusing in on. Um,
1: Your clothing dictates your stats. Yeah. Which I thought was kind of cool. And boost your street cred, quote unquote. Yep. Um, Driving is part of the game. It is. Yeah, there'll
0: be multiple vehicles to drive, they said. Um, Some of them, they kind of alluded to some of these will not be like traditional cars that you do pilot, which I think sounds pretty interesting driving mechanic I thought looked good, Johnny.
1: Yeah, the, the interior of that vehicle looked really nice. Um, and, I, you know, when it was first announced, I was a little worried about them making a first-person game. Um, but, everything that they showed off, it, it looked pretty good to me, and I, I agree and understand their argument about wanting to immerse you in this role as this character, in, in this sprawling horrible place that you're going to be playing the game in. Um, and I think, that, Chase, to go back to what you're, you're saying earlier about it being daytime in Night City, it still looked like it had the same roadie atmosphere
2: that would be sure, I mean, amplified
1: yeah. at nighttime. So I think Yeah, that,
2: I, I don't have a problem with them doing daytime settings. In fact, I like that because I, I like to be able to see things. What a stupid name for a city.
0: So anyway, um, one of the other things that they did talk about was these things called Ripper Doctors. And so outside of having like a fluid class system that allows you to change your focus and skill sets, they do have attributes that you can go in and make legal or illegal augmentations to. This is one thing that uh, I was really curious about in the game series Deus Ex whenever we got to play that uh, a couple months ago. oh Well, it's recently a free game on PS Plus, but some of the enhancements you can make to your character felt on paper like it'd be really cool, but in practice, it just felt very much on rails or forced. And I don't think that they're really uh, they ever really achieved what they were trying to set out to do in a game like that. Where what I saw in this gameplay was pretty pretty amazing. Some things that, that you could do, like um, one yeah, Deus Ex
2: Deus Ex felt almost more like a Metroidvania at that point. Like, oh, now totally. I have. The electric conducting whatever, so now I can go through these electrified fields, and and it did seem like we. I think we only really got to see one upgrade to to V during the playthrough, but her it seemed eyes and like
1: then uh, a grip for her, her. hand. Okay,
2: those those seemed a little bit more uh, open ended in in terms of what you do with them, where it's not just they've. It, it's not just like the Deus Ex thing where they give you a key to to unlock different locks in the world.
0: There are some things here that I felt and Johnny, let me know if you felt this way too. Like obviously the tone of this place is it's hard not to see a game I'm sorry, a movie like Blade Runner having a huge impression on the genre. Like they kind of defined it and brought it. And then
1: some of the things I would even argue the the climate in which we are currently living, in which it seems like corporations have more and more influence over policies and things like that that are being passed and you know this you can't make a game with like this without having it be political or um you know having some sort of message even if it's not necessarily something that the people making the game agree with sure um so i'm interested to see how they handle that stuff and i would imagine there will be some people who come out and, and criticize whatever happens and some of the story beats in this game. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, I'm I'm eager to well, see what they do with this. I, I don't,
0: don't want to like create a slog here and just go through like every little detail of it. Some things right. that I took away from it that I thought were really fucking neat was there's a particular uh, opportunity in the, the gameplay where they're like, hey, you need to call this person meet up with them and you get a few options about how you can approach it which choice has never been a big, like a new thing by any means the last decade of gaming but the way that they kind of mapped it out on this was you can either go in and steal this from them or you can buy this from them and one fucking thing that I just love is the 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 impact count like the HP hits that they are showing on all the bullets hitting people and again some similar things that we've seen in some of these uh, MORPG games where the class level they're indicating like hey this this person that you're gonna go into is way too powerful so You don't want to fucking shoot them like just play nice pay what you want get that thing and get out of there things go sideways as they should in a gameplay reveal and you realize that even though you're going to buy a particular item it now is being acquired through force in doing so you wouldn't have killed this particular person to get this implant that they had and getting that implant then you take it and you control this element that they have. So all this stuff that kind of went off the rails has now given you another mechanic that you wouldn't have gotten had you played it the right way or played it the way that they were presenting it. That then goes into the ending part of this demo where you're in a boss sequence that had you not taken this path, and I'm sure they would have presented a different opportunity that you could have used in this case, but all the series of events that unfolded by these different Uh, story beats that had no interconnecting that it would seem now left you into a point with a vantage point that you didn't think that you would have at the end and I think they even end this gameplay with now think back to when you did this and think back to you did that like how have you changed it knowing what happened and are you okay with this and like are those things that you're looking for and I just all the series of weight that comes from your decision that they showed in this game in this world and how even things down to advertising will change based off of are you playing this gun heavy? Well, maybe you're going to see an advertisement for V that indicates a gun vendor nearby because of what you're doing. Like all these things, I think make for a very neat living, breathing, living, breathing city. And uh, my hype for this game is still very high after the gameplay, and it was pretty ridiculous going into it. Uh, again, like a lot of the right boxes are being checked here for me.
2: I- I'm interested to see how how if and how they pull that off because we've seen other games attempt to tackle real choice like that in the past. Right.
1: Like you it have to incredibly difficult to program. Sure. <laughs>
2: I mean you have you have mass effect of like, oh, you can do all these different things and yeah, but they really all just lead to the same story beats and it really changes like a line or two of dialogue and we still need to get you to these same endpoints because that's, that's the game we programmed and we just don't have the ability to change things too much. So here we'll just change Caden to, to Ashley and call it a day because that's, that's what we can totally. do in terms of choice. Uh, Ashley, Sky, Skyrim, mm, no, Ashley's a super racist. What are you doing? Um, I mean, Caden also sucks. They both suck. They're both bad. Uh, um. But then you have something like Skyrim that is more systems based, and it, it's more. Oh, hey, it's a. You have a faction reputation with different people, and and that can change how people feel about you. But it still feels really mechanical. Where it's just, if I hit this threshold, people are angry at me, and it it doesn't feel as natural and fluid. And it also gets ruined if you put a bucket over somebody's head. Like these these are weird system things because this is just how video games work and and to do these super complex real systems is something people really haven't achieved yet and anytime i see that kind of a promise made by a game i'm immediately feeling a little sketchy about that and they i i think cd project red has shown that they can do big grand stories yeah but this is a really ambitious thing, and, and I, I would like to treat it with caution more than, more than just to get super excited about it. And, and I, don't, I don't discount that you guys are getting super excited about it, and that's, that's great. You guys seem to really be interested in this game. And, and honestly, I, there is cool stuff here, and I would like to see it and play it and know what it's like, but because of all the hype I heard about The Witcher 3 and then getting right. in there and not feeling it at all, uh, part of me, part of me wants to pump the brakes on on this kind of stuff. Well,
0: that's my closing statement on it. It would be that the one thing that looks really cool for me, and like I'm sold on the world, like I, I can't wait to explore it. I think some of the mechanics and attributes that they're bringing into it really mm-hmm. struck some similar nerves in me that games like Bioshock did, uh, even some of the stuff in Deus Ex. But at the end of the day, a shooter for me is all about feel and. I have spent the last few years playing what I consider to be mechanically the best shooter ever, which is Destiny. Agree, and, and that is a, a really high bar on how a game feels. And if they can get uh, these weapons to feel as unnatural as they might seem in these trailers and these gameplays, if some of these enhancements that you're able to take a part of make me feel something different in the game, like I'll I'll be over the moon, but... And I'm not saying it's a deal breaker at all when I say that, but a shooter is such a different thing that it has to feel as good as it looks. And I think you've made mention of that in your comparison of Halo to uh, Destiny, Johnny. And I know Chase, Mm -hmm. you and I have talked at length about shooters in the past. Um, Some of the things that I think are really cool mechanically that they're doing is there's some perfect dark shit with some of these weapons having secondary functions and all that, which is really Mm -hmm. fucking neat. But if the gun feels like a giant turd, I don't really care. Right.
2: So those are some. You know a thing or two about giant turds. I'm 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 talking to one right now, guys. Hey, hey. it is a cool jacket, though.
0: It's such a good jacket.
1: God, (laughs) that fucking jacket's good. Johnny, any (laughs) any closing thoughts? Um, I'll just say that you know I was already really excited for this game whenever they first announced it. You know, three years ago or whatever it was. Um, even though we got zero information about the game itself back then. Um, so I've been ravenously consuming anything they put out for this, and they have almost an hour's worth of footage to to comb through and look for little details. Um it just makes me really happy. Um, you know, CD Project Red became one of my favorite developers with The Witcher 3, and I have faith that the next thing they will put out, you know, will maybe not being one of my favorite RPGs ever. I'm sure that it will be a good game, and... The, the genre that they've picked and the type of sci-fi that they they're putting out there has sold me already
0: so. Are you gonna play as a guy or a girl? Probably a girl yeah
1: all right I, uh, I don't I, I like playing as as ladies sometimes no nothing wrong with that uh well chase, thank you
0: so much for uh recapping the the nindys and also letting me and Johnny do that just. Just now, I know that was probably difficult for you. Um, Oh, yeah. Real rough. (laughs) Touch and go. uh, This is now the back end of the episode where we get to tell you about uh, some of the games that we we thought we would like from August and maybe the games that we ended up liking from August, and then uh, we will go into a preview of games to come in September. So, Chase, uh, Mm -hmm. if I could, let me pull up the document that had our August picks because I'd like to see if... It's on this document. I put it in there. Oh, you did! Thanks, man. Yeah, you can just pull um,
1: now. Chase is so helpful.
0: He is.
2: Uh, okay, so Chase, you picked. Mm-hmm. Um... I can tell you, I picked Dead Cells. I picked Warrior Wear Gold. I picked Guacamelee Two, and I said maybe the Phantom Doctrine would be good. Um, I feel like pretty unequivocally, I can say Dead Cells is really good. <laughs> that that one worked out quite well. I know it's on all of our lists, and I think we're all pretty pleased with it. Um it it really did live up to the hype and and more Warrior War Gold is a game I still haven't purchased yet um i uh, I know what th- to play that I know what that game is i I like what that game is. I've heard positive stuff about it, and it's it's just a matter of not having enough time to play some of these games, and that was one that because I know so so much about it and I know exactly what it is, I felt like I can wait on this one for a bit. But I, I still think that was a good pick. Uh, Guacamelee Two is a game that I purchased and have not gotten to play yet, and that is disappointing because I would like to play it. <laughs> um, but I've I've been hearing some some semi mixed things, but but generally pretty good. And, and if then, if you like the first
1: one, you'll probably yeah, like this one.
2: Like th- this one is more of that, and, and it's a longer story. And I don't know if I necessarily need a longer story out of this, but uh, there was still some cool stuff in Guacamelee. And I'm I'm looking forward to playing, uh, putting some time into Guacamelee too, uh, and then the Phantom Doctrine was uh, not as well received. Uh, it seemed like it had some mechanical issues. Um, that some of the design choices were interesting, but had uh, some potential backfires to some of that. And uh, it sounds like the developers know about that, and they're really taking feedback to heart, and they're they're trying to update the game as they can. Um, but this, this g- really wasn't a game I was going to play because I wasn't going to play it on a computer, and I believe so far it doesn't have a, a console release date, um, but it is it is very much a turn-based strategy game, and that sounds like my kind of thing uh speaking of turn-based strategy games the one that's not on here that seems like it's crazy that it's not on here is into the breach and that's because we got two stealth releases of it this month in different on different platforms so i didn't even know this game was coming out uh but when it came out it is it is pretty instantly my game of the year right now and i think that's going to be a hard well destiny 2 expansion comes out on tuesday um, and, excuse me, that's a September game And we're going to talk about it, Bobby
0: But I'm going to for your game of the year Because that was your game of the year last
2: year uh-huh, You can continue uh-huh. it And this year That's it. possible, that's possible Maybe it's something we can discuss we more When six. we actually talk How about September Bobby, what did, what did you have on your uh, your list? Uh, originally I had Dead Cells,
0: Guacamelee 2 And We Happy Few mm-hmm. um, I barely have played anything else besides Pokemon. um, As you guys have all heard, Uh, I'm almost done with that journey now, so I have some time for these games. But I did put some time in with Dead Cells, and I really like what I've played of that game. And Donut County, I spent uh, about an hour's worth of time playing that game, and it is fucking awesome. So... Had I known a little bit more about that, which I think I did, I don't know if it just kind of slipped under the radar as we were putting this episode together last month, uh, it definitely would have been on there for me, but I'm playing that on my iPad as it came out today, and Mm -hmm. uh, it's really good.
2: How about that We Happy Few, huh? Yeah. People seem to not like that at all.
1: Yeah. I know. Too bad. Yeah. The premise looked really cool when I first shut it off, but.
2: Yep, that, that trailer seemed interesting, it seemed Bioshocky in a in a way that a lot of people liked, and then that uh, beta came out, and people realized that game is nothing like that, and the developers said, oh, well, we're going to go back and we're going to try to bring in more of the stuff that people liked, and it seemed like they kind of shoehorned some of that stuff in, and it didn't really work, and they tried to keep their game that nobody wanted part of it in there, yeah. and uh, people still weren't having it, so... Yeah. Oh, yeah,
1: not so good. Hey, they're owned by uh, Papa Microsoft now, so they're... That's true. In, It'll probably
0: yeah. end up being a Game Pass game here before too long. I wouldn't
1: be surprised, yeah. Uh, Johnny. Yeah. What about you? Uh, so the only game that I actually played... Actually, that's not true, because Divinity 2 technically isn't out yet. Uh, it's still in the early access. It was <laughs> supposed to come out today. Uh, it's, no, it's the 31st is the day it comes out. Okay. Uh, so I have played a little bit of that this month. Um, I said Overcooked 2, which I have not purchased yet, um, and Dead Cells.
2: But you're still getting which, a lot of time out of, out of the original Overcooked. You, you guys still haven't really finished that, have you?
1: Uh, no. I mean, we've, we've cooled on it recently, um, mm. but it's still a game that I've had a lot of fun playing with uh, my wife and son. Uh, even though uh, my five-year-old doesn't really help. He just kind of picks up the fire extinguisher and spins around in circles.
2: Uh, yeah, he's a real dick.
1: Yeah, he's, he's a jerk. Um, but Dead Cells definitely takes the cake here. That game is really, really good. Um, I keep playing that almost every night, at least one run, and I don't know when I will stop doing that. It's the second-best game to come out this month. <laughs> I, you know i think i would probably agree with that <laughs> i also have been playing into the breach which is also really fucking good mm, that game's so um, good
2: yeah uh, cool well bobby why don't you tell us about the free games that we can get if we uh if we're playing on some of these uh premium services
0: yeah, so a uh, quick little side note. We are recording this episode uh, the evening of Tuesday, August 28th. Not to date it's too hard here, but Sony has not yet released their September lineup. Another quick side note on top of that is, is S- September is the month that the Nintendo online service is going to launch uh, for the Nintendo Switch. And they have said that there's going to be a throwback game, so to speak. That will be available or two that will they will shoehorn some online capabilities into we have yet to hear what those are or when the exact date or what this looks like will be so uh we will probably make mention of that at some future episode but currently the only information we have uh, for september is the xbox games with gold and for xbox one you are getting a prison architect and then you're getting a game called live lock uh, prison architect will be available september 1st to the 30th. And then uh, live lock will be available September 16th to October 15th for the Xbox 360 uh, compatible with Xbox one you're getting Lego Star Wars episode 3 the Clone Wars uh, September one, uh, 1st to the 15th and then you are getting the uh, Sega vintage collection of monster world uh, available September 16th to the 30th
1: so those are are gonna
0: go live here in just a few days
2: is anyone here going to play any of those games? Uh, I might check
1: out Prison Architect and Jude is a big fan of uh, the Lego Star Wars games.
2: Okay, I thought you were going to say big fan of LiveLock.
1: <laughs> oh, that's true. Big LiveLock fan.
2: Oh, oh yeah, who, who isn't? Um, yeah, I own Prison Architect on my Mac and never played it and I don't know, some, uh, something about that game seemed interesting, and then other things about that game after I purchased it seemed a little more icky just, like, contributing to the prison complex thing and, like, eh, I don't maybe I don't want to play this game, actually but it's out on Switch, too so if you if you like it, if you play it for free on Xbox One and like it and you want to play it on a Switch, it's it's there for 40 bucks, I think which sounds like a lot Um guys we're in September, which
0: is
1: crazy. Like Yep. We're getting into it. Spider Man's almost out. There's a lot of things almost. Yeah. Um
0: Johnny, do you want to run down a couple of these games here? When is Spider Man Oh I see
2: it now. Okay, I was I didn't see it on the the
1: list. Um, Sure, I'll I'll take everything up to the seventh. Through the seventh. Um so So a game I know Huh? So brave. I'm very brave, thank you. Um, on the fourth chase, a game I know you're very excited for, and actually the reviews came out today, uh, is Dragon Quest XI. Yeah,
2: the reviews aren't super kind. Um, a lot of people I mean, it's are saying a, it's, a, it's a Dragon Quest
1: w- game, right? I mean,
2: yeah.
0: What of it? What's the consensus? Uh,
2: I think people find it a little too filler-heavy, a little too repetitive. Um, and just don't feel like it it lives up to modern standards. and honestly, I am not I'm not swayed by any of that feedback. I that that actually kind of excites me because i I just want a cool Japanese RPG that I can grind around in and see some cool visuals and knowing that it's turn-based that sounds that sounds really and fun to me and I can't yeah, wait to get I, into that world. You
1: know, let's be honest, the people who are gonna buy Dragon Quest eleven are gonna buy it regardless of what the reviews say. Um, right. and it's, I mean, it's at 89, which isn't bad by any stretch. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: I imagine I won't like it as much as Dragon Quest Nine because that is one of my favorite games of all time, but...
1: And that's totally fine.
2: Is yeah. that one on the 3DS? No, that one's on the regular DS.
1: okay. Sentinels of the Starry Skies. Oh, that game's so fucking good.
2: Yeah, this <laughs> one is Echoes of an Elysian Age,
1: I believe. Something like that. Elusive um, Age.
2: Echoes of an Elusive Age. That's...
1: Uh, it's that same day. Uh, we have God Wars: The Complete Legend, which I am not familiar with. At it's all. like
2: Coming a. It's got an isometric Final Fantasy Tactics look to it, but it, it okay. has it doesn't have the graphics to hold up with that. It's got some anime bullshit in there. Um, oh, I, it
1: sounds like <laughs> Chase.
2: Come it on. It does sound like something I would like, but I don't know. That trailer left me kind of cold.
1: Hmm, Okay, Uh, then Super Street, the game, coming to PC, PS4, and Xbox. Uh, uh,
0: Also, Johnny, on on this day for the 4th, it's not um, listed here, but that is the same day that you're going to get Forsaken for Destiny 2.
2: That's right.
1: The uh, the long-awaited DLC where we watch a robot get murdered uh, is coming (laughs) out. I'm very excited for you two. I know that you guys are going to have a lot of fun playing that. Uh, and I look forward to hearing about it for yeah. several weeks after that. Oh, you I'm will ex- hear
2: about it. You I, you I, I certainly know, will. I'm well aware, you I've accepted that fact. Certainly will. Uh, I, I Super will. Street, the game, by the way, is a is a bad looking Need for Speed tuner car culture wait. racing game. Can't yeah. wait. Does it have? <laughs> um, Sign me up. I don't know anything else about it. I'm not then, going to play
1: uh, a game I have always wanted to play, but for one reason or another, never have gone home. It's coming to the Switch. It's coming home to the Switch. Um, mm-hmm. Gone Home's and good.
0: That game is on Game Pass, and it was a PlayStation Plus game. I want to play it so bad, I, I'm i going to play it where I already have it on one of those consoles. I'm not going to buy it for the Switch as much as uh, I want to. Is,
1: as soon as Bobby can pry himself away from his 2DS, he will <laughs> play that game.
2: Yeah. I, I think... Uh, and I'm not saying Gone Home's a bad Switch game, but... I don't think it's as perfect a switch game as a lot of
1: other ports sure. that have come. I believe I also have it on my Xbox, so yeah. I have a better place I could play that game. Yeah, um, I mean
2: it's it's a it's a really good game, uh, and and there's there's some good stuff in there. I, I think it helps to have a bigger screen for it, maybe which no, the Switch can do. So that's also it's a fine. little
0: too new for me uh, as far as like games I like to play. It's, a, it's, it's just a little too too recent. Uh, it, it doesn't have
2: again. any. It doesn't have any collecting of little animals that will fight each other. So yeah. Bobby's not interested. Yeah, uh, pass, but, hard pass. But this has reminded me of how much I need to go back and play Tacoma because uh, the, the second game by that studio is, that is really also cool apparently very yeah. good. And I, I always meant to play it and never did.
0: Immortal unchained. Cool? unchained.
1: Um, yeah, let's let's just fly through these because. I don't think any of us really care. Immortal uh, Unchained is an AR action role-playing game. NASCAR Heat 3. I didn't even know there was a NASCAR Heat 1 and 2. Uh, that's coming to PC, Xbox, PS4. And EA is still trying to make a basketball game that stop doesn't EA. suck. Stop, EA. Just stop. And, you know, Just let's, stop. Okay, let's, hey, you let's, know what? Maybe let's be clear. It, those it's guys good don't to take have the me, competition. So I'll watch
2: it. I'll play it. It's, it's good to have competition. This isn't competition. Right. This is But this isn't the competition.
1: They've continually put out bad NBA games. One was so bad a couple years. Was it two or three years ago? That they, they didn't even put it out. They, yeah, they didn't put it out. It was on shelves, ready to go. And they're like, no, we better not. Um, yep. Then SNK heroines. Chase, are you into the SNK games at all?
2: Uh, not particularly. I think SNK has some cool uh, characters on their roster. But I'm much more inclined to play the Blade Strangers uh, game that's out now on Switch. It just came out today, I believe. Uh, that, that seems it. like a more interesting fighting game to me. This, this, this one seems like some total cheese like fanservicey bullshit that uh, I, don't, I don't know about that. but uh, I I, I, like I love SN;K,' just not that. Correct, I, I am into a different kind of fan service bullshit, but if, uh, if they put out Capcom versus SNK2 <laughs> on Switch, I would be all for it, but this, this SNK heroine's like,
1: eh, I don't know,
2: it's too much of a thanks, stuff. No, thanks,
1: man, um, thanks. And these are all been September 7th, I don't know if I said that or not. Uh, then you yeah. have Yo-Kai Watch Blasters, Red Cat Corp, and White Dog Squad, that is a mouthful, um, that's coming in the 3DS.
0: Bobby, it,
1: it, Yokai got, Watch. I've,
0: I pre-ordered it.
2: Yokai Watch is basically Pokemon, so I think contractually you
0: have to. play I'm going to go back to all the Yokai Watch. I'm going to play through all of them.
2: Smart,
1: smart, good man. Uh, finally, September 7th, a game I have been looking forward to for months and months, and I think Bobby is too. Chase, I'm not so sure about uh, and- Spider Man. The Insomniac uh, PS4 exclusive from Insomniac. So what can
2: what can he do?
1: Does whatever a spider pig can.
2: Ah okay. Spider Man. Spider Can, sorry. Uh, uh, so he's like a man He's like that's a man spider. A spider. Okay. Okay. Uh,
1: I love Spider Man. He's probably my favorite superhero. Next I love Spider
2: Man villains. Spider-Man yeah. villains the, are the fucking raddest. He has some cool ass villains, and um, also none of those cool ass villains will be in this game. What they said? No, either. no venom. They said no venom, no carnage. No venom, yeah. no carnage, no sale. That is that is my motto. And
1: those could come later. You never know. Um, uh,
2: maybe maybe you and I can take a little time, Johnny, to
0: uh, put some some thoughts to paper and Sh- paper. You know, you writing this? Yeah,
1: stand. yeah. He and stenographer for this episode. There is. Um, oh, good. Uh, I I think one of the things that excites me the most is that we don't have to play through Peter Parker's origin story. He's been Spider-Man for almost a decade. At, <clears throat> at the point uh, that we arrive,
0: you, you will, uh, I think, see an origin for another Spider-Man in this. I have a feeling. You think? Um,
1: yeah, I, I, think pe- I think. Peter, I think Peter. I
0: think Pete. I think Peter is going to kick the bucket in this. And I think Miles Morales is taking over.
2: But if there's no Spider-Man origin story, there's no Macho Man Randy Savage.
1: And there's no set. bone saw. Damn it. Hey, there's a, there is a poster of that wrestling match hanging up in, Pete, in Pete's room. Um, okay. Well, that's something. I, I'm really excited for this. Um, yeah. It looks it this looks is, great. It's, it's the combat.
0: Great, great press.
1: Yeah, I think that review copies just went out, uh, according to a tweet I saw from uh, one Danny O'Dwyer of No Clip Documentaries. Um, and yeah, I, I'm ready to get into it. I'm ready to swing around New York City, go exploring, take selfies with people out on the street. Yeah. In my Spider Man costume.
0: I'm going to. I'm going to take uh, September 11th to the 20th. Chase, does that work for you? Sure. Uh, so on September 11th, uh, you get DaKAR 18 on Windows PS4 and Xbox one. You also get NBA 2K19. There we go. The basketball uh, on game all plat- <laughs> on all platforms. Chase, I know you and uh, Mike will
1: be playing that game.
2: Uh, um, I, I mean, I've enjoyed 2K18, but I don't think I need another
1: basketball game. I, yeah, th- I think: so 18's we, I know enough. that this isn't the first one they put out, but it's still pretty cool that you get this game on the switch. Yeah. I think that's. Yeah. I mean, if that's the only platform you have and you're someone who loves basketball.
2: If it runs well. I, I think the last one didn't run amazingly well.
1: Okay.
2: okay. Uh, next up is Black Clover
0: Quartet Knights. That's on Windows and PS4. Uh, you also get uh, NHL 19. This is These are all on September 14th, by the way. And a game that I am particularly excited for: Shadow the Tomb Raider the conclusion uh, to the, the epic trilogy that is the Lara Croft uh, retelling, the new survival of Lara Croft. she is not just a damsel in distress anymore with guns, she is a damsel in distress on an island She's, with guns Yeah, I don't think she, she was no ever, ever a damsel in
2: distress was she? Yeah.
0: Uh, she, she would tomb, tomb raid get, you know, distress
1: uh, okay. I don't know, she seemed pretty proficient yeah, in Moving on, people in the um, uh, first two games that I played <laughs>
0: So you get the Bard tells, the Bard's Tale 4, Borrows Deep, that is uh Windows, Mac and Linux, who cares?
2: Uh some people do. People like the Bard's Tale. It's like a dungeoning role-playing game. I I've never yeah. played the Bard's Tale, but people on, like the Bard's Tale don't don't just don't, shit don't on things. Don't put your
1: yuck in other people's yum, Bobby. All right? Hey, it's not on console. You, no. I was hey, so no
0: console, no sale. That's what I say.
2: Fair. Hey, he's got a point. <laughs>
0: No console, no sale. You got me to buy that one Steam game, and look what happened. Fucking week later, I'm out here coughing up more. I'm shilling out more money for the same
2: shit because. Oh, rant, rant. I'm sorry you spent he money on Steam the best credit. game of the year. Oh, he's gonna
0: kill that poor woman. Oh, poor baby, poor baby Bobby. Here we go. Uh, Moving on. Uh, uh, insurgency sandstorm is also on Windows. Again, I asked a question. Who cares? Um, yeah, yeah. No one it.
1: plays games on PCs. What are we doing? That, <laughs> Come on, yeah. Come that, on.
2: I watched the trailer. That that just kind of looked like a really generic shooter. All right, I so it like, has a
0: very unique name. And here's where Johnny says, "Oh, what do you mean, Destiny?" Uh, so there's your joke, Johnny. I, I actually wasn't you. even going
1: at. It. I I was <laughs> so nice when we talked about the Destiny stuff.
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> you just I, I could tell.
2: Let's keep this rolling, Bobby. Uh, Labyrinth of Refrain, Coven of Dusk. That is Windows. an Etrian Odyssey ass-looking game, and I want no part of it. Same. Uh, <laughs>
0: Undertales we talked about earlier comes out on the 18th for Nintendo Switch. Crosscode is another Windows, Mac, and Linux game. It's an action role-playing game, so maybe there's something there that's on oh, September Bobby.
2: 12th. I think if this comes to another, if this comes to a platform you actually give a shit about, you might like this game. That that trailer looked pretty cool. It was top-down. Uh, Pixel-based, like it, it had kind of like a Super Nintendo-looking vibe. It kind of yeah. looked like Chrono Trigger a little bit, but the action part of it felt more like uh, a Zelda game with oh, okay. uh, some like cybery gun stuff. Like it, that that game seemed pretty cool. I that that might be something to to uh, check out a trailer for and and see what that huh? game's about because it, well, it had a cool look to it. Uh, And lastly, for the 20th, you
0: have a game called Star Control Origins that comes out on Windows. It is a strategy game. Uh, Chase,
2: on to the 21st. All right, I'll take the rest of this shit. Yeah, the 21st, Broken Sword 5, The Serpent's Curse is coming to Switch. I guess that's probably out on other consoles already, but that's a a long-running adventure game series. Mm -hmm. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, Toma, The Golden Country... Is also coming to Switch on the 21st. I think that's a separate game from uh, Xenoblade Chronicles
0: 2. Isn't II. that DLC? I
2: thought that they I announced. don't think it's DLC. I think it's, a, I think it's like a separate piece. It's supposed to be a prequel to the, the main Like the game. Death of
0: the Outsider for the Dishonored
2: series. Maybe. Mostly. Yeah, so. maybe something like that. I, I don't know. It might be an expansion or DLC, but uh, it, it's definitely telling a story that's different, that is separate from uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 2. On the twenty third, we have Jude's new favorite game, Paw Patrol on a roll. Hey
1: it you rhymes.
0: Tell me, you tell me when Paw Patrol comes out, the Barrel exclusive, and I will Jesus. I will be all in.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh you know, Jude has never actually been that into Paw Patrol, surprisingly. Cool.
2: I Good I, for him. Isn't is so Paw Patrol is a is like a is it all dogs or is it dogs and it's cats? All, it's Dogs and you know, Cats living together.
1: Yeah. I, you know, I haven't seen enough of it to give you a definitive answer, uh, but I think the actual patrol is all dogs. Okay. Uh,
2: Metal Max Zeno is coming to the PS4 on September 25th. It is a role-playing game. I didn't, I do not remember what I saw when I looked this game up, so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Also on the 25th, we're getting Pathfinder Kingmaker on Windows, Mac, and Linux, uh, that's uh, Pathfinder is is from the the D and D it's inspired from D and D and and takes uh, that kind of role playing system and kept going when D and D went to a new system. Um, Pathfinder's cool, but I, I don't know. I haven't played any of the Pathfinder video games, and I probably won't play this one because, like Bobby says, no console, no sale. No console, no sale. Uh, punch line, two words, is uh, coming to America on September 25th for Windows, PS4, and PS Vita. Hey. It's, it's a visual novel uh, oh. adventure game that's very anime, and I... give mm, uh, me a glass yeah. of warm milk and mm-hmm. tuck me in with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we are also getting Valkyria Chronicles 4 on the same date, September 25th, for Windows, Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. I still haven't played that demo. The demo to play cool. that demo. I want to hear
0: what you guys think. Play the demo. Yeah,
2: I need to find some time to play that, because um, I, I want to like Valkyria Chronicles so much, and I, I just struggled to get into the first one, so hopefully they've fixed things up on the fourth one. We'll see. Um, the Walking Dead, the final season, the, the one where you play as Clementine again... Uh, it gets its second episode late that month, September 25th as well for Windows, PS4, and Xbox One um, I, I heard some really good things about this season of, of The Walking yeah. Dead it's, that it's supposed to that they've really learned some stuff about it that it's uh, episode, yeah. supposed to be really good and, uh, and that's cool that, that gets me interested because I only played the first season of The Walking Dead and it was a good time but I never felt compelled to play any of the other seasons. How about you guys? Did you play any other of those games? Have you guys even played any other Telltale games?
0: Yeah, I played uh, a few episodes of the Batman
2: one. Okay. I played
1: Wolf Among Us a little, a little bit. Yeah,
2: and I played a touch of, of uh, the Borderlands one. Nice. And, and that was okay, but uh, yeah. Yeah. This is supposed to be the last Telltale game they p- do on this engine, and then they're going to switch to a, a newer engine after that. So this is really like a full circle thing. They're coming back to yeah. Walking Dead and blowing it out as much as they can before they they move on to other things. Well, yeah, because the show's doing so well. Mm-hmm. But if you want to, <laughs> oh yeah, big time. Uh, but if you want to play a game that is in that style, but might might be doing it a little bit better, or even a lot better, depending on who you ask. Life is Strange 2 Episode 1 comes out September 27th for Windows, PS4, and Xbox One. Um, I watched a playthrough of Life is Strange 1 and really liked it, but never, never went back and played it. I didn't play Before the Storm. I downloaded Captain Spirit, but I haven't played it. Um, but life strange is cool and i need i would like to find some time to to yeah i've got some
0: before the storm there. and i've got life is strange the complete season or story uh i i've always wanted to play it i've heard nothing but great things uh again i'm a pokemonster and i have a problem
1: so yep.
2: that's fair you do have a problem um we'll
1: be seeking help for this problem
2: so we're not getting it over here quite yet uh that'll come later but the world ends with you final remix is coming to japan on September 27th uh, to switch we're still going to be waiting for that port but that is supposed to be one of those all-time great RPGs that people didn't play because it was uh, weird to them and it was on the DS and people just didn't play it Thanks. But, Um, uh, a couple more things here. September 28th, we're getting FIFA 19 coming to pretty much everything. Windows, Switch, PS4, PS3, Xbox One, and Xbox 360. That's the power of FIFA. People play the shit out of that game and spend all the money and scam each other to get card packs or whatever the hell they do. Um, And then... Uh, excitingly dragon ball fighters comes to switch on september 28th that game is extremely good um i i think we talked about it a couple weeks ago i played the beta on switch and it felt totally competent um i don't think that's the ideal way to play that game at all uh no matter whether you're using the pro controller or the joy cons uh but nonetheless it's a really cool game and if the switch is all you got it it yeah. seemed like it ran just fine.
1: Seize so. the opportunity to play that totally. game because it's very totally. good. All
0: right, gents. Yeah. Well, let's do a quick rundown here uh, mm-hmm. as we're uh, nearing the end of the episode. Chase, what are your top three picks for the month of September 2018?
2: Yeah, I mean Dragon Quest XI with a bullet. That game, I'm so I'm so excited for. I'm ready to play it. Uh, the only problem is it comes out September 4th, which is also when Destiny 2 Forsaken comes out, and I know I'll be playing a lot of that with you, Bobby, on that day, oh, yeah. and probably be talking about Dragon Quest the entire time and how I want to play that instead. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, but my number two is Destiny 2 Forsaken. I We've talked a lot about how much we like Destiny on this podcast, and seen, I want to see that new story stuff, those new exotics look pretty great. Uh, I'm interested sure. in how they're going to implement some of the changes. Who knows? Maybe some of those changes I will really hate, and I'll be able to swear off Destiny forever and then finally move on to other games. But I have a feeling I'm probably ah. going to get stuck in the Destiny hole again and, and stay there for a long time. Uh, and then, fingers crossed, I really would like to love Valkyria Chronicles 4. I hope it's sure. good. I hope, I hope I specifically get into that game so I think there's a lot of stuff there that I would like and it's just a few nagging design things that really get my goat that have kept me from liking that series in the past so if all goes well that, that should definitely be a, a high pick for me.
0: Okay. Uh, mine are pretty predictable as you might know. Destiny 2, Forsaken, Spider-Man, Shadow of the Tomb Raider uh, don't know when I'm going to have time for all those but I'm going to do my best to make it work in September. You'll find time. I will find time. Johnny
1: Top three yeah. go. Spider Man, mm-hmm. number one for me. Uh, I really want to. I'd like to play Undertale. There, I like to get through that. And then uh, just to be in solidarity with Chase, a game I probably will not play next month. But yeah, would
2: really like. I to. highly, I highly doubt you're actually going to buy this game.
1: Dragon Quest XI. There,
2: I hope you do. It'd be fun to have somebody to talk to about with, but I doubt you will. <laughs>
0: Uh well, gents, thank you so much, Chase. I know that you are probably chomping at the bit to find time to record an episode for Into the Breach on Gamers on the Go. Now that it is officially a <laughs> handheld game, yeah, maybe, maybe. Uh, G- Gamers on the Go is your better podcast that you do. Uh, you specialize on those games that you can take with you. What is happening on that that show, of yours?
2: Uh, I need to finish Pokemon Black so you can I you and I can do a podcast about it. That's that's been the plan. Uh, you have finished Pokemon Black, and in fact, you finished the game after that, and you're on. You're like a whole generation ahead of me. But uh, I am I am nearing the end of Pokemon Black myself. Um, it's just man, what a bad time to be playing other games yeah, when I when all I, I want to play is Dead Cells into the breach, and soon Destiny and Dragon Quest. But I'm finding time. I will get that done, and we will record that episode and uh And all will be well. very good, Johnny. how's writing yeah. going for you?
1: uh, it's good we uh the Ryan group has taken a little bit of a break. We had a lot of stuff going on in our external lives um but it's still still a fun thing I've been doing, and uh nothing new to report on that front. I will be traveling to Chicago this weekend for my one year wedding anniversary, though. Congrats. I'm to that.
2: Uh, and, I don't know how you convinced Misty, but nice job. And you know, because, because Johnny is having his anniversary, that means it's PAX time. PAX West is, is this weekend. So uh, everyone be safe. Uh, I know we haven't mentioned it on the podcast yet, but the, we know about the Jacksonville. Madden yeah. shooting and and that's pretty terrible and it sucks that people have to be like that and um, you know thoughts thoughts to all those people and, and sure. I know you know with a big convention like PAX that is going to have many more people there's a lot of security concerns um, I know they've been reevaluating their security for PAX and and going to try to make that as as safe and fun for people as possible. But still, everyone be safe and have fun at in Seattle. Enjoy some games. Um, I'm sure some of these Nindies that we talked about are going to be there as well as a, a heap of other games that are that are pretty good. I'm sad I'm not going this year, uh, but definitely going to make the attempt to go to some PAXes in the future and maybe drag one or both of you guys to it. Although I guess I Johnny's never going to come to a PAX West because he had to go and get married that weekend.
1: Hey, you know, one year... Wedding anniversary, 10 year regular anniversary. Sorry.
2: Uh, this year it's one year, next year it's two years. You're always going to find an excuse. Uh, Chase, thank you for those beautiful
0: words, especially the ones about Johnny having excuses. Um, yep. Really appreciate it. If you have a game that you are excited for in September, we would love to hear about that here at the show. Please email us. We are the casual hour at gmail.com. You can also find us across all social networking. We are at the casual hour. We are available on other platforms as well. If you're listening to us on our website, we are on Stitcher. We are on Google Play. We are on iTunes Radio uh, as well. Please uh, give us a like and a subscribe there. We would love to know how we can be making this show better for you.
2: And with that being said... And don't say drop Johnny. We've all heard it. We're not yeah, going to I mean, do that. Trying, we kn- obviously, we know it would enhance the show tenfold. Drop seven, not Johnny. But- <laughs> That's a great point. That's a great counterpoint. That's a
0: good slogan. Good job, Johnny. (laughs) Thanks. Uh, And with that being said, we'll be back next week to tell you about some cool games we've been playing. Uh, I will finally join my colleagues in playing Into the Breach. Wish me luck.